morning. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so happy to see you. I know. It's been way too long. It's been a hot two minutes or 10 or longer. Or more. Yeah. <laughs> so what I missed so far this morning, what are we connecting around everyone? Hello, whether you're here with us on Zoom or Facebook. I've missed you all. It's so good to be back with you. What a fun reunion. What are we talking about today? So I've just been asking what oils people are using, what supplements and uh, other products. So um, we got a bunch of oilers on with us today. Weird. I know, right? <laughs> Who would have thunk? Who would have known? What are you using today? What's in the Andy Goddard lineup today? Well, I've got peppermint in my drink. I've got um, uh, frankincense on me, uh, deodorant, and then the shampoo. So it's going to be a great day. You're equipped. How about for you? I've got yarrow palm and frankincense in my moisturizer on my face. Doesn't it look so shiny and good? I love it. <laughs> and then I also have um, lemon in my water. So I've got a little lemon water. And then I will take my supplements after I eat breakfast, but that has not happened yet today. I love it. Do you oh, like I to have rose touch behind my ears? So I like to rose up just a little bit every morning as well. Can't beat the rose. So good. We sure love her. Yep. So what's up for you lately? <sighs> I have been going Mach 85. <laughs> That's what yeah. I like. But in a good way is I think just lots of things happen to coincide at the same time. You know, so various things that we were up to. And um, last week, I missed y'all. I was in a charity golf tournament, which it rained through the whole thing. So that was kind yeah. of fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it just happens. It is what it is. We've had a, a decent amount of rain here in Utah. So it's like prepare the ark, everybody. We have got some, a lot of rain happening. But it's good for the earth. And Rain is so good and cleansing. But anyway, it's just been good, Andy. It's been good connecting with various people and, and play and fun and love. And also just, and I, and I don't mean this with any, it, well, it is just what it is. It is a little bit somber. But on Friday for me, within about 12 hours, I became aware of three different people I knew who passed away. One was a really close friend, uh, a pretty dear friend. She and I met, you know, almost 10 years ago. And um, the other two were, were connections of mine. One was a gentleman who booked me to speak with his company up in Calgary years back and another gentleman in my speaker association. And it just was, so I had the, the awareness too. So for sure, there's that feeling and there's the reminder that, you know, this life is precious. And we know that, but we, we forget it sometimes in the daily rat race and in the you know, the Instagramming and the emails and dropping kids off here and doing this thing and running around, picking up the dry cleaning, like just all the stuff that sometimes can distract us and, and not that they're, they're just life things. But just the reminder too, for me, really what's been up for me. And I just, I guess what's on my heart is really want to pass along to, to our group today is just what's on your heart that you really want more of in your life. And what is it you want to take more action on? And, and really, sometimes, Andy, we're living our lives. This is going to be like three thoughts melded into one. So just ride with me for a sec. I love it. I think about the people I get the opportunity to work with here in doTERRA, here in the success coaching 
you know, Zoom every week or in private coaching or group coaching or just conversations online. I would say one of the biggest issues getting in people's way of growing their business is the fear of what other people will think of them. Mm. Right. Would you agree with that, that yes, you see that in a lot of your mentoring too? <laughs> or how many of you that are with us live on Facebook or the chat box here on Zoom, if you want to drop a comment to that, how many of you can relate to feeling that yourself or you're coaching people in your organization where one of the biggest things, it's a mental roadblock, but it's the fear of what are people going to think of me or the fear of perception? Am I going to be judged, seen as salesy or pushy? Are they going to think I'm a nerd? Are they going to think, oh, I'm one of those types? And, and sometimes we're spending so much energy trying to manage the perceptions of other people that we're wasting and missing out on so much time to make an impact. And yeah. so while it's normal and natural that we're conscious, we want to be liked and we want to be included, right? Like inclusion and belonging are really core human needs. Yet how many times are we waiting or playing it small in life? Um, because we're so trying to be liked and we care more about being liked than making an impact. Right. And I think that's where we come back to purpose and just the renewal of purpose and why are you here and what are you up to and and what kind of impact do you want to make now that doesn't always mean that every day it's like on a massive billboard and or a stage with thousands of people but it's regularly are we taking action not just thoughts but action to sharing the oils sharing transformation sharing the change sharing possibilities and truths sharing ourselves right and and the reality is is if you put yourself out there more and more, you're right. There might be some people that might not resonate or judge you, but there will be so many people that will, that will resonate with you. will be grateful that you shared with them the gift of frankincense or copaiba or, you know, wild orange or the supplements or, you know, deep blue or things for skin or gut or anxiety, all the things and all the tools where you are all change agents. That's what you really, really are. And so that's just another word for me when we think we, you know, called the wellness advocate, you're a change agent. And so I think for me, just the reminder of life is precious, time is short. And I don't say that from a fear energy, but from more a catalyst energy of let's get about the business that you're here to be about. And you're here about the business of making an impact and changing more people's lives. And that means turning the light on brighter, not dimmer. That means the willingness to be seen, which can feel vulnerable. I get it. And I feel those same feelings with you on a regular basis. So you're not wrong for feeling the feelings, for feeling the fear. I feel those same fears regularly. But the reality of coming back to purpose that says, you know, as the, the text notification went out today and it talked about revisiting our why, it's like coming back to this, this heartbeat today is really being aware that are you doing the things and are you sharing at the level and are you making an impact again, not out of guilt, but out of catalyst thoughts and making choices to say, okay, I'm going to choose to step up. I'm going to choose to be more visible, not because it's about me and the TIFF show or the Andy show. It's not, it's about being the vessel that says, I want to make a bigger impact while I'm here. I want to influence more people's lives. And how sad is it if there are more and more lives we could be touching and changing, but we're so in the fear brain around, ooh, are they going to like me, not like me? How are they going to take this? Am I going to, you know, and again, we're not wrong for those thoughts. So I'm not, I want to make sure we're not making them wrong, but just the consciousness that, oh my goodness, how often we put ourselves in this tiny little box yeah. in our life and businesses 
because we're, we think, and here's the falsehood, you think that by playing small, you're agitating less people? Nope. That is a mental illusion. Is all you're doing is capping your own growth yeah. and the opportunities for the people of the live G plus. So I don't know. I feel like I feel, I feel like that feel like that's worth an amen on a Wednesday. Amen and hallelujah. <laughs> I love it. It, is, it came from this place where I've been in a lot of reflection. I had a lot of fun this weekend, a lot of great things with friends and time with family and my grandparents' graves and you know, so already because it's Memorial Day, you know, in those thoughts, but having three people I know close to me and who were all three very passionate people right. pass on within about 12 hours, mm. it was uh, kind of one of those wake-ups of, we are on a time, there is an expiration date for all of us. Yep. So it's really about what are you doing and do you really want to get to the end of your life and be like, gosh, I played it really small because yeah. I didn't ruffle feathers rather than like, no, I was willing to to feel uncomfortable at times, to have more of an impact on people's lives. That to me is like some thoughts I've been thinking. Man, thank you so much for that share, Tiff. I'm, I'm feeling the, the passion and the power. <clears throat> um, when you were sharing that, it made me think of um, at leadership, Ange Peters um, showed a video clip from um, <clears throat> uh, Star is Born. Mm. And um, I just want to, share one of those lines. Um, so Jack says, look, talent comes everywhere, but having something to say and a way to say it so that people will listen, that's a whole other bag. And unless you get out and you try to do it, you'll never know. That's just the truth. And there's one reason we're, <clears throat> and there's one reason we're supposed to be here is to say something so people wanna hear. So you gotta grab it and you don't apologize. You just don't worry about why they're listening or how long they're going to be listening. You just tell them what you want to say. So I, I feel like we we're all born with songs in us. And, and if we die with those songs still in us, um, what a missed opportunity to, to change the world and to be, um, be a voice. Um, and then he asked uh, Allie, he says, don't you understand what I'm trying to tell you? She's like, yeah, I do. I don't like it, but I understand it. Mm. So that's the way truth is, right? Yeah. A lot of times it, uh, it's not the warm and cozy. It's the get your butt out there and get it done. <laughs> Open your mouth. It's so true, but it's, again, so much of it is in our mind. It isn't in reality. It's the, rea the reality is that there may be times someone might say, hey, no thanks, not interested, or you're being a little bit, you know, don't you think you've kind of like gone overboard with this whole doTERRA thing or your whole coaching thing or whatever the dynamic might be. And there might be a, people that will say that, and that might be part of it. But the reality is that more often than not, it's a mental fear that we're playing out. So we're like living with an illusion that we, you know, and we think we're managing people's perception. Like, oh, if I, if, is this enough? If I do it this way, is that enough? Um, I had an experience a few weeks ago that I, I'm just going to share briefly, but this is probably three, four weeks ago. And in the same day, the perception could be, and some of the experience was, 
that in the morning I was, there was some feedback shared with me and by feedback, um, it was perceived that there was a, an award that I, someone in my network had nominated me for that I wasn't awarded. And that's totally fine. Like I was honored just to be that this person was like, we want to nominate you for this. But I could take that as not winning that award as like I wasn't enough, right? I didn't measure up to be one of the selected people by their credentials and standards. Right. And then by the afternoon, I got some feedback where someone was saying, in essence, don't you think maybe you're too much for some people, right? And by this was pers this was truly just being transparent with someone was sharing this um, in, you know, from a personal perspective, like, do you think you probably intimidate men or something like that was the conversation. So that conversation on that end is your wow. too much, right? So in the same day, I was able to mentally observe like two wow. potential thought pattern patterns of like, Ooh, you know what? You're just, you're just not enough. You're not measuring up. And then on the other hand, it's like, wow, you're just too much energy. And wow, you, you might be too much. You're not enough. You're too much. And then you can start like, well, how do I clip my wings? Gosh, I'm too much. How do I bring that wing in? If I'm not enough, how do I get that wing bigger? How do I like contort myself to be? How do you like all this? Like, I feel like I'm doing a little bit of dance today. <laughs> but here's the thing. And I just sat in front of my beautiful lilac fishes out in the backyard, which were totally in bloom at the time. Again, this is about three, four weeks ago. And I just sat with and just observed the thinking, right? Isn't that interesting? Observing the thinking. And I just came home to myself with me and God. It's like, you know what? The reality in the world, you're going to get feedback all the time. If I speak to you know, a room of 500 people or even 50 people or five people, whatever the number is, there'll be that many opinions of me in the room. And some people, they're going to like totally resonate with me, right? Like our cute friend, Christina, that I met through you guys. I spoke for her skincare institute last week. Oh, fun. Yeah. So with our students and, and you know, it's just, it's that same thing where some of those girls, we totally connected and they're like, we're Instagram besties. They're private messaging me like, Hey, let's go get a donut. You know, like let's be best friends for life, you know, kind of thing. And some of them, they probably are like, oh, I'm just, yeah, not a resident or that redhead should have got a mist on tan before she got under these lights. She's pretty pale. I mean, the reality is you cannot control other people's perception. You can only control how you show up. So show up with the love and show up to make an impact and a difference. And, and it's really between you and yourself and you and your God and however you connect to that anyway versus, and I know I want to be on the team that's like, let's be a blessing. Let's make an impact. Let's bring more light to the world. And when you think about essential oils, they're bottles of light, really. I mean, I know I'm waxing poetic here and a little bit spiritual, but the truth is like, there is so much palpable energy in this bottle of oil, right? Like what a blessing that Rose has come into my life or I have the kids blend thinker here often in my office too, or the cheer blend or whatnot. But it's just like, I want to be in the business of light sharing. I don't know if the rest of you do, if we're in the right place today, but yeah. gosh. anyway, lots of thoughts about how we manage. The point is, is a lot of times we're trying to like contort ourselves to get the favor or approval of someone else. They might like us, might not. Rather than how about we just come home to ourselves and you just be you. Now, this is a practice. So what I'm sharing with you today isn't about I've figured this all out. I can teach it to you, but I have to practice it myself daily. I daily and weekly will have opportunities or a moment or a trigger or a comment or a something or just mostly my own thoughts like, ooh, maybe that was too much or maybe I wasn't enough or whatever the thoughts are. 
that we come back to purpose and overcome the thoughts that tempt us to play small. Amen. <laughs> You've been to church, folks. <laughs> wow. Okay. So much goodness. That's what happens when I don't come on the share success call for a week or two is then all of a sudden I got like stuff to share. Gets bottled up. <laughs> got to go somewhere. Yeah. So let's serve some folks today. Who's ready to make a shift? If you're with us on chat or you're with us on Facebook Live, drop it in the comments. Would love it. Would love to serve and support you today. But it might be business related. It might be personal related, but we want to serve and support you. Daniela just raised her hand. How are you, friend? Good. How are you? So good. Oh, so good to be here with you guys. Been looking forward for this call for a few weeks now. <laughs> awesome. It was good to connect with you in Europe. Yes, that was so before. awesome. I and I feel, that, I feel that convention gives you this time of, like, stopping what you're doing and reassessing and getting inspiration. But at the same time, I'm feeling at the moment in a bit of a space of, like a rebirth of my business because I've hit a point in my business where it can't keep going any further in the previous way that I was creating. Mm. And so it's exciting, but it's overwhelming. Mm. So basically I've really just created my business with an enabling model, right? Of just, Hey, bring people to my classes. We'll enroll them. We'll get them under you. And you know, don't worry about anything. I'll support them and I'll do everything. You don't have to worry. And that's how I've created my organization up to platinum. And so I've got very few little leaders and I've got the leaders that have actually popped up because in Australia they were teaching us back then to place under and place under and place under. And then one day somebody will pop up. And so now that I'm looking at the possibility of doing power of three, it's like not existent because I've got like five different people under people. And then I've got my semi leader and I know there's going to be no presidential diamond with this structure or this, you know, model. So my question is in terms of placement, first of all, it's how do you go from enabling your team for three years to empowering and the more practical, well, that's practical, but the actual placement question is if you've created a structure like this, where power of three is, we've only ever gotten the first level. Um, do you just like start again with your diamond and blue diamond legs and then start looking at building power of three or is there any hope? <laughs> wow. So lots of, lots of juicy questions in there. Um, why don't we start with, um, <clears throat> the, the big, like the 30,000 30, level, the 30,000 foot view and then we'll come down to the runway. So um, for starters, um, congratulations on Platinum. Thank uh, you. That's a huge creation. And the fact that you've done it without strong leaders is epic. So um, now you know that you can do it. But I know also that I don't want to do it this way because I feel like I told you in Europe, I feel like I'm carrying a hundred apples and they're all falling and I'm tired and I can't. 
that's so that's the other big win is um, the pain is now great enough that you are committed to change. You're committed to doing it a different way. If you had only built to elite and learned this lesson, the lesson might not be quite as deep. The roots might be shallow enough that you, you would keep repeating it at each level. But building a platinum, uh, that's, that's a lot of pain. So congratulations on having a high pain tolerance. Thank you. <laughs> so here is the gift of life. Every day is a new day. And people get to evolve. You get to evolve. So you've been um, given the gift of this learning. Life has delivered it to you on a silver platter. And you could keep it to yourself or you could bless the world with that learning. So which one sounds better to you? Oh, blessing the world. Right. All the time. So the first people that you might get to share that with is your team, your, your leaders, your closest circle. Um, you get to share with them, oh my goodness, um, I have learned so much and I am so ready to start again. And that, this was the old script. The old script was the little red hen. I'm gonna do it all myself. Let's read the new script together where I cast a vision and I run side by side with you, but I don't do things for others. I don't take away their power. And I am giving you back the steering wheel of your life. I'm giving you back the, the pen as you write the story of your life. And congratulations, I am now your biggest coach, your biggest advocate, your biggest cheerleader, and you get to be the leader of your life. You get to lead your health, you get to lead your team, your, 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 your life. <clears throat> so, um, life is such a good teacher, and the day we say we're done learning is the day we start dying. So, share that with your, your team, share that with your peeps, share it with your prospects, share what you've been learning. Um, I actually got a call from one of our leaders just last night. They had just finished a class and they're like, I, I got it. I've been holding on, trying to control all of the relationships. I've been trying to use my connector to manage all the connections, but I just get to introduce people and then they get to run. If they tell me they don't want to, um, like that they don't want me, to be there every step of the way, I should be singing hallelujah instead of saying I'm not enough or somehow they, you know, I, I didn't pass their test. So share the journey with them and, and invite them to take ownership. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these people breathe a deep sigh of relief and say, thank you. Thank you for giving me my power back. Thank you for letting me choose in and have that choice be meaningful and, and, and powerful. So that's, that's uh, the 30,000 level uh, view. Um, let's get down into some practical now. Power of three. Um, power of three is an awesome 
structure. It's, it's an awesome bonus, but um, when, when your presidential diamond, power of three becomes way less significant. Even when you're diamond and, and blue diamond, right? It's, it's a small percentage. So um, you have to choose whether that's a priority for you or not. Um, so I guess at the moment it feels like, um, like it would be such a significant change for the situation and the rank where we're at now to be more comfortable. So at the moment it's like, if only we could have a platinum pay with the power of three, things would be so much easier. And so it's kind of that looking back to go, why didn't I ever even think about it, creating it? Sure. So you might just do a quick audit of how many holes do I have in my Power of Three 1500. And with the current momentum or you know, with, with the leaders in the mindset that they are now, what's it going to take to get to that Power of Three 1500? Um, so the good news is that now that you're rewriting your script of how you show up and how you show up for others, um, that's going to affect both power of three and rank. Mm. So it, it means that you're not having to fill in every hole. It means that you're not having to worry about month end and <clears throat> getting to the next rank all by yourself. It's now a partnership. So, so just be mindful that uh, power of three, um, it might be a cherry on top, but um, it's, you know, you could be to a point now where um, plugging a couple of, of leaders in, in the right place, um, gets you to diamond <clears throat> sooner than you would get to power of three. And that would be the same um, income increase, right? The same pay raise. So you'll just have to take a look at your team and, and decide that for yourself. Now, the good news about doTERRA's compensation plan is, um, have you got the enroller on all those people that you placed even five levels down? Yes. Okay. So as you know, that's the awesome part of our comp plan is, is you can still use them for your uh, rank qualifying legs. So it's not the end of the world. Mm. And um, from what Corey showed at leadership a few years ago, people with leaders a couple levels down, qualifying legs a couple levels down and not on the front line, actually get paid more. So it doesn't totally make sense to me why, why that works, but um, it's not the end of the world. Uh, Tiffany, anything that you would add? say number one I just always love to see your face so thank you for showing up thank you and I love seeing you guys all together in Europe and I think Andy's provided a lot of good thinking and I think again a lot of it is look at your thinking right because your thoughts create your feelings and you're feeling what you're thinking and what you're feeling is what you act on and feelings either create or inspire us or expire us and so it's being conscious of your thinking. Now, this is a practice, right? So it's not something we've done. We do once and we're done. But it's just regularly, too, is the thoughts you might have around the judgment, like, oh, because I hear some little threads of this judgment, like, oh, I should have done it this different way from the get-go. Well, you didn't know to do it that way. 
but look what you've created. And so if we can, I want you to harmonize or put a blessing or a, or even just so it neutralizes that you did it perfectly in the way you were meant to in the season you were in. Mm. Thinking like I did it wrong or I'm wrong or gosh, I was so foolish or look at this or this drama or this issue just creates more of it. How do you feel when you think the thought I did it wrong? Yeah, it's not a positive one. It's kind of like beating yourself up for something that you could have, you didn't, it wasn't good enough. (laughs) And does that feeling inspire you or expire you? Yeah, not, not very inspiring. Right. And what we want more of is more light and love and joy and feeling into and living into the light zone, right? Because that also makes us more magnetic for the people we want to attract as well as the people you're currently dating. So I think it's awareness to, again, everything is energy. And so you just have to look at, does this thought produce the energy that I want? Does this move me in this direction? So the whole story, and we have a whole clump story right here of a lot of thoughts, but that lead to some rendition of, I did it wrong, or I was naive, or I was foolish. And I want you to be done with that. Now you might get triggered in it in the weeks to come, but I want, you're so aware of it now we just move into a new like no so when you see it whoa whoa I choose a different thought and you come back to the lane like everything's right on time and I'm learning exactly what I need to learn but see you have a belief somewhere sweetheart is let's say you you built this quote-unquote perfectly which does that even exist yeah (laughs) what is that (laughs) if I would have just built this perfectly I'd be more peaceful And I just want to offer you the opportunity that you can practice being peaceful. Like, so ask yourself, what thoughts, what actions or activities help me feel more of my own peace, my own sense of confidence, right? And I would literally map that out like a mind map, put a circle on a piece of paper. I invite all of you to do this piece of paper, a circle and start mind mapping out right peace in the center and what contributes to your peace. And you become a more intentional architect of your peace. Because that's really what you're saying is you have a belief that if you would have done it differently, you'd have more peace, more joy, more light. And I'm here to say that no, no matter however you built it, life would still be offering you the opportunity to practice the self-mastery and the self-development to say, I get to choose as the creator of my life to architect my own peace. So start listing that out. What oils contribute to peace? What music? What foods? You might say having clean sheets on my bed or my bed made or taking a walk in the park or time for meditation or when I'm doing a mentoring call and I'm really focused on serving as you start architecting intentionally more of that piece. It's just, you have a belief that you're operating that if I would have done it different, things would be better. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much because it's such a, it's such a, yeah, it's so beautiful to get your perspective because it just gets me into a different, um, into a higher awareness, I guess, into, into a higher vision of, of how to, to really make it into an inspiring lesson instead of yeah, coming out of that negativity and, and really drawing out the lessons. Because if I, for example, think about now, yep, I want to create the power of three, I'll keep placing people just for that power of three. Again, I'm, I can see straight away that I'm, repeating the same pattern of okay i'm not just creating the rank and so it's still gonna not create the leadership so inside that doesn't feel right and so i feel it's it's getting it out from the root cause which is 
yeah, the awareness that you guys have given me. So thank you so much. And I think to the point, you know, some of the things you and Andy were dialoguing about is we absolutely can, you know, say, okay, I, I want to be more intentional about empowering leaders and developing them and, and having them be more empowered themselves versus me. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with realizing the need for growth or change. It's just also the thought patterns we have about it, right, is going to definitely influence us one for positive or negative and one just helps inspire us and one deflates us in essence so it's just being conscious of that as you go through the growth process but if it wasn't this love it would be something else that life would be popping up for you to practice some of these true principles absolutely thank you so much you're welcome great to see you <laughs> great to see you too i'm so full now <laughs> i love it <laughs> Take care, friend. You too. You know, that um, one of my friends and mentors um, shared a thought with me. <clears throat> he said, um, when it comes to enabling versus empowering, um, he said, maybe the worst form of, of um, robbery is when you steal someone's hunger so if, if i keep doing things for them that they could do for themselves then i've i've taken away the dignity that comes when you do things for yourself when when you create when you have um have the influence when you stretch when when you grow it's like you know the whole um opening the, the egg for the, the baby chick. Um, you think you're helping, but you're actually destroying. So the, the worst form of stealing is, is taking away someone's hunger. Um, which takes me to the line from Hamilton, which is, uh, um, I'm just like my country, young, scrappy, and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Good, good stuff. Yeah, I love yeah, just the awareness, that's such a great reminder is sometimes we, whether it's in leadership, leading or mentoring or in parenting, sometimes that fine line between, gosh, of course you want to support, yet also having that support be where they can get their own legs under them, mm -hmm. right? Totally. And then they develop true self-confidence where they yeah. themselves and have that sense of self-assurance. Yep. Love it. Okay, we've got a question. Um, we actually have two questions that are related. Um, so Amy asks, um, how do I improve the conversation around hauling buckets versus building a pipeline? <clears throat> um, and then Abby asks, what, do, what does a business meeting look like when somebody says they want to start earning money? So I think the first part of this answer is um, how did you set it up? Um, if, if you told people that they're going to be coming to an oils class to get educated about oils and then you spend a half an hour talking about the business opportunity, then it doesn't matter how you talk about it. You've set yourself up for failure. <clears throat> so um, I think I think that's the first question. Um, a lot of times I've heard of people 
saying, I'm going to be teaching a couple, th th there's going to be two concurrent classes going on. One of them is about um, how to use natural solutions. The other one is how to create a financial pipeline sharing natural solutions. And so you can choose which one you go to. Um, and I love what that does. It, it gives the power to the individual to choose and to own their choice. So um, that's, that's the first part is making sure that you're, um, you're not um, hijacking one conversation to push a different agenda. So that's, um, that's point number one. Um, if people are asking, you know, um, how do I, how can I earn money? Then clearly that's the perfect setup to say, well, actually that's, um, that's what I do now. I, I get to um, share essential oils with people and um, I support them. I help them teach classes um, and just start to paint a picture for them of what that looks like. So you might tell them, you know, I work maybe 10 or 15 hours a week. I go to their homes. I, I teach a class or I go to a coffee shop and I, I hop into a one-on-one -on -one with people and I teach them how to open a book and how to look up their health conditions. Um, I open up a launch guide and I show them how to launch a, a natural solutions business. And that's pretty much what it looks like for me to build my financial pipeline. Um, so I, I use the product, I share them with others, and then I teach others to do the same. So that's a short answer of what, of how you could answer that question of how do you start earning money? So really it's, it's, um, th that's the short answer. Um, but to Amy's question, how do you improve the conversation around hauling buckets? I think, you know, like Tiffany always says, um, questions create the highest level of engagement. So the more that you can sit in powerful questions with people, the deeper that conversation is going to go and the more traction you're going to get. So, um, you know, to, instead of just jumping into the build guide and doTERRA, 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 it's amazing, doTERRA, doTERRA, like don't be the, the puppy that's jumping all over them with, with your ideas. Instead, just maybe take a few minutes um, asking questions like, so I'm just curious, what, um, you know, what does your financial go, um, world look like? What are some of the pain points? What are some of your goals? What are, what are some of the visions that you would love to create? Um, if you had a few $100 extra per month, what possibilities would that open up for you? And then actually stopping and listening and letting them dream again. Uh, there's so much power in opening that, um, that, court, that uh, the compartment of people's lives for dreaming. That is the, the stuff that, that makes life sweet. And, and so um, creating a little space where they can start to dream again is probably the, the most important part to improving that conversation. You know, we, we can all read the build guide. We can all talk about, we can all tell the story of, of the hauling buckets. But when it's personal, when it's about them and their dreams, all of a sudden it becomes very, very meaningful. Any thoughts you would add to that, Tiffany? I think you're on it, my friend. Love it. 
Um, Any other questions that are popping up? Uh, that was it in the Q and A. Um, I wonder if we've got any on Facebook Live. Anyone else have something that's up for you today? We definitely still have time, and whether it's you know business oriented or personal, we'd love to support you. As a word of warning, too, um, if people don't have any questions, I'm, I'm probably going to be forced to tell some bad jokes. <laughs> or so. some costume changes or something. Or some costume changes. <laughs> Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, you know? Okay. I think we're going there. I love a little entertainment. Okay. So um, some of you have heard of uh, Franklin Covey and um, some of the, the seven principles. Um, they, they also have a whole series of posters um, about, um, you know, how to be your best self, um, believing in yourself, um, being motivated. So um, this, is, this is just one that I found online. But um, I want to share another poster that's been really meaningful to me. And um, it's, it says, get to work. You aren't being paid to believe in the power of your dreams. So um, just a little gentle reminder that um, dreaming is important. But uh, at the end of the day, the vision board isn't what gets stuff done. It's actually moving your feet and getting out there on the street and, and hustling. Um, and then another one that's, that's been really meaningful to me is motivation. If a pretty poster and a cute saying are all it takes to motivate you, you probably have a very easy job. The kind robots will be doing soon. So just a minute of inspiration for us. Is that, does that resonate or speak to you, Tiffany? Oh, Andy Goddard, I love it when your little sarcastic self shows up to the party. <laughs> I love it. Well, so all these amazing posters are available at despair.com. <laughs> um, the CEO says, we all know that motivational posters don't work, but our posters don't work even better. So despair.com, <laughs> little plug. Oh, boy, I love it. Okay, so we do have some, it looks like some real questions in the Q&A box. Um, Amy's got a question, and it also looks like in the chat box, Marty's saying something uh, that she wants to report back on our conversation from a few weeks ago. So Marty, if you want to hop on with us live, that's fine. And then sounds like there's some good questions there about re-motivating yourself when you feel defeated. So wherever we want to go next, Andy. So Marty, we brought you on as a um, presenter, so give us a report. Hi. Hi. <laughs> well, first of all, I have finished reading or listening to The Big Leap and okay. was blown away. All right. Um, and I have, I, that very day, I reworked my why that uh, Tiffany uh, asked me to do, 
based on what we're our conversation was. And now I have to go back and find it because I was taking notes from today. But um, I I have been working on the um, my morning ritual. I Dennis, my husband, and I have been. Uh, started work doing an, a yoga workout in the mornings just by watching YouTube and I have to tell you that's a big a big step forward for us um, and I have been uh, actually you'll notice that my hair is curled that my makeup is on that I am making making the effort we, we sat down that very day and looked at our calendar and blocked out times for those things to make make those things happen and i realized that there were there was two hours every day in my day to to work on doTERRA um at least uh it, on 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 paper <laughs> uh it doesn't always work out that way but um many many of the things that you've been saying uh is that you know, you, you, you do it and it's not always perfect, but at least you have a plan. And um, the idea that I could carve out two hours a day to work on my doTERRA business uh, was, was very enlightening to me. Um, I haven't always been able to do it because other things overlap and get into it, but I have been able to manage working more on my doTERRA business than I was before. And so that was very, very helpful to me. Mm. Um, so one of the things that I'm still trying to process from the big leap is his idea of Einstein time as opposed to Newtonian time. And there's, I think there's still some light bulbs that have to go off in that one. But one of them is this idea of blocking out the time, if I'm right. Can you, can you help me make certain that I'm understanding that a little bit? Because blocking out that time then says I'm making the time, which is what Einstein, what he says is Einstein time. You are the time. You make the time. Yeah. Um, it, it isn't something that's given to you. It's that you are creating it. A am I understanding that correctly? That the blocking of my time and my day is, is what, what he is referring to in terms of Einstein time? I believe so. But I do think, too, when I read some of that at times, I'm not sure I'm capturing all the essence of what he's talking about. What I do get from it, though, is how often is we must make decisions, right? Like choosing, like blocking out the time, like here's my doTERRA business building time is as important as the time is the declaration of it, is that you're owning the declaration, you're owning that this is who you are, this is what you're creating, and time will arrange around our decisions. As we often think, gosh, can I make time versus time aligns to our choices. And so by choosing to say, I choose this, then the time, it's like the time follows the commitment, if that makes sense. So it's like we have the commitment to then align or arrange the time to flow with it. I also get from his conversation around his time conversation is back to mindset is how I'm thinking and speaking about time. So am I in the thought process of scarcity, right? Like a lot of times we're regularly telling the story, I'm too busy, I'm so tired, I'm behind, I don't get enough done, you know, versus really like I have enough time, I have plenty of time for my priorities, right? I have plenty of time to get things done. But I just want to acknowledge you. I'm, I love seeing the glow on your face, like you look just good. And 
I honor you for taking to heart. Like this just fills my cup today is that, you know, Andy and I do this call every single week or most weeks. And, you know, it's like to see that you're taking action from it. That's what changes your life. And so I just honor you for the reading, the writing, the morning ritual time, uh, taking care of yourself and that cute curly hair of yours. And, you know, like you just look good. You're just glowing. So thank you for the share and thank you for taking to heart. My next ask of you would be to post that why somewhere where you can visually see it on a daily basis. And so if you want to copy it out of your notebook onto a three by five or five by seven card and put it on the refrigerator or the bathroom mirror or on your desktop, but, or even multiple places, but just somewhere that reminds you is just the power of that declaration regularly being reminded in your brain, I think is going to be really good and supportive. For you. Thank you. I, I also wanted to mention that you, this process has gotten me thinking about how I can, um, how I, how I could make more time to push myself into the next rank because I, if you remember, I, my question was, how do I balance? How do I, I have this voice lesson business and then I have my doTERRA business and how do I, how, you know, I feel like they're in competition for my time. And if I could, if I could teach less, then I could do doTERRA more and, um, and, and then I could, I could rank advance. I could get to the next rank where then I, then my teaching wouldn't be as important financially, monetarily. Um, and one of the things that has grown out of that, my brain has been working on it. Um, and that is that I have come up with a plan to help me bridge that gap for, uh, for the summer, because many times a lot of students take the summer off anyway. And um, so I was thinking of, you know, taking like the last two weeks of July and the first two weeks of August off. And then I would only be without that income for like one month because they'd pay me for July. And then I would just be without, uh, without the income for August. And I've been saving money to try and cover that. Well, I came up with another plan with, in discussion with my husband. He's a great sounding board. Um that I am going to not only take two weeks of each of those months off, I'm going to actually take off the whole month of July and the whole month of August, but I'm still going to have, I've been talking to some of my students and I've said, okay, so if I do this, I can't be without any income from my, from my teaching. What if I were to have you pay me half of your fee for July, August, September, and October? so that it would be the same amount that they would be putting out, but I would have a consistent income, even though it was half of what I had for those four months, which would give me the time of July and August completely off to be able to um, dedicate to doTERRA and push myself into that next, next rank. And, and and if I do that, then that's going to replace all of that income, not if, but when I do that, uh, that will replace all of the income that I would not be getting for those subsequent months. And that the reason I'm explaining all this is that where there's a will, there's a way. Where you put your mind to work, your creative mind will, will come up with a way to make it happen 
so that you can bridge whatever gaps you need to um, need to to create to 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 come up with to do what you need to do and I just wanted to thank you for pushing me into that creative mindset so that I could come up with a way to jump through that barrier that I was feeling. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. And I just, yeah, I invite you. And if you know, like there's slow seasons in your teaching business, like the summer to really then say, okay, what are ways we could really, you know, double up or do some things with doTERRA, right? Like with that time is what I hear you're saying. And so whether it's thinking about having a booth at your local farmer's market, you know, or if there's certain groups or festivals or gatherings where you can get out and meet and expand with more people, things with your existing team, you know, one-on-ones to group classes, all those fun things, is, it's a great time where if you've got a little bit of a lull with teaching, it's a great time for you to intentionally strategize what you're going to fill that time with, right? Exactly. How you will be growing doTERRA in different ways that you can help yourself maximize the time. I think we've all experienced that without a plan, so to speak, is it easy to allow extra free time just to be kind of pittered away sometimes, you know, it's like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But I don't know, maybe that's just me. But sometimes when it's like, if I have four hours to do a one hour project, if I'm not really focused on what I want to do with those other three hours, I can make a one hour project bleed into four hours, right? Type thing. And so it's being, but that comes usually from my intention, decision-making and planning. If I've been doing that, which you're engaging in right now, this is then a space for you to go, great. What, what am I going to do at that time? How am I going to, you know, maximize this opportunity that is coming up this summer? Andy, anything you want to add to that? Nope, just an amen. Thanks so much for your share, Marty. You bet. Okay, I think we've got time for um, maybe one of these questions. Okay. Um, best way to approach the scarcity mindset, Tiff? Oh, I think it's, you know, that can go really layered, but the short and sweet is that one is that filling your mind and filling your time with activities that are the opposite right? Your thoughts, it begins inside out is the concept of abundance versus scarcity. It's really, there's a great book by Lynn Twist called The Soul of Money. And she presents this great conversation where she said, the opposite of scarcity is not abundance yet sufficiency, right? It's really the reality is this is all mindset talk is that when we say, oh, I'm just in a place of scarcity, versus abundance is it begins, of course, in your thinking and seeing that likely you do have a sufficiency uh, and you might want more and own that. But the reality of saying, oh, I'm regularly nourishing my brain and my thoughts and various ways of how you feel abundant. Another great book I love, love that I think helps shift you into this is a book called The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity by Edwin Gaines. Oh, because she talks about being in some really scarce circumstances, but you as a human are not scarce. You're very resourceful. And that might be one of your affirmations or mantras is I am resourceful or life loves me. The universe or God has my back and I, there's opportunity around me at all times, but you might sometimes have lean or scarce circumstances, but you as a human, you're a powerful creator in your own skin, like you just are this amazing human and, and just starting to acknowledge it, but it's shifting 
course, your mind first. Andy, anything you want to add to that? Just a huge amen. I love it. So I need to bounce. I don't know if you have time for other questions. Um, we I couldn't. Have wrap up as well. I have coaching call coming up, but if, any thought you want to wrap us up with today? No, just a, a huge uh, gratitude to you and to everyone who's been on with us. Um, I just love this space where we get to come and, and bring our, oh, our questions, our, our wondering, or sometimes what feels like a hole in our lives and just be filled. So I definitely, um, my cup is overflowing. So it's, it's so, so good to be here and, and to, to celebrate our wins and, and reach and keep, um, keep on with the healthy striving. So true. I do think Susan's question, just to acknowledge both of those books would also support your question around money that's in the Q&A is The Soul of Money and The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. I'd also, of course, throw in Marianne Williamson's work, The Law of Divine Compensation. Um, those are some great tools to help support you. But again, a lot of it, everything is energy and it's it's a, coming from our mind and it's this thought of who it's when we're, it's often just thinking. And so shifting that will help you as well. But Andy, thank you for creating the space. Thank you, everyone. I give him as well as his words. It's just thank you for bringing such great real shares with us today and love supporting you. Have a great week and we will see you soon. See you next week.